I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on this week's episode, I review the X-Pan mode on the OnePlus 9 Pro camera. I visit day one of Star Wars Celebration 2022, and I review the first two episodes of Kenobi. A. V. N. What's up, guys, and welcome back to a very exciting episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil. So this episode is going to be structured a little bit differently just because my review of the X-Pan mode on the OnePlus 9 Pro is going to tie in directly with my review for Star Wars Celebration 2022. And then we're going to have a separate segment for the first two episodes of Kenobi, especially since they released on... Uh, Thursday night, uh, May 26th, so everybody may or may not have had a chance to um, watch the episodes and see, or even repeatedly watch the episodes. Um, I've only watched them once, so I'm sure I've missed stuff, but I wanted to get my thoughts and um, review out um, just to get them out. Um, there are a bunch of, or there will be a bunch of spoilers. There's one main one, but there are a few side ones as well. But I figured I would give my review for now and give the spoiler alert warning now, and then also before I start that segment. So, as I mentioned, I had a chance to visit the first day of Star Wars Celebration 2022. And, of course, with my luck, um, I missed out on some of the good stuff, like being able to... Um, visit the opening presentation at the show where I guess they had John Williams come out and perform the theme to Obi-Wan along with some other music. Um, and then also Harrison Ford came out to talk about Indiana Jones and a few other opening things. So I was kind of bummed about that. And then apparently after I had um, left the show for the day, they had a panel for or with um, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, which I was also bummed about. But on that note, I also also wanted to bring up that I did have a good time at the show. So I did have a chance to watch the panel with um, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau. So I enjoyed watching that interview and hearing them talk and discuss uh, Star Wars stuff. But overall, I did enjoy the first day of the show, watching everybody in cosplay, 
and all of that. So I'll have a link in the show notes so you can check out some of the scenes and sites from the show. So things like a guy dressed up in a gold um, Vader costume, the stage they had set up for those interviews. Um, I did have a chance to watch the Star Wars Celebration Live opening podcast stuff. So seeing um, Anthony Carboni and Andy Gutierrez live um, and bring up some of the other uh, hosts of the shows and other shows across the property was nice. Um, seeing some of the stands and live action uh, props was nice. So seeing um, battle droids, um, several costumes like um, Admiral Akbar and Revan and a Tuscan Raider to Imperial pilots and all of that was very nice. Um, of course, my favorite cosplayers of the show were... There, so I did see a guy dressed as Revan uh, with the purple and red lightsabers going about. Um, I think I saw two of them. So there was another set another couple who where the lady was dressed up as Revan and another guy was dressed up as Darth Nihilus from Nice of the Old Republic 2 so that was cool I did see a couple dressed up as um Darth Malik and Bastille Lashan so that was of course my bit of fan out moment and geek out moment there just because I loved those video games for a long time the Revan or sorry not the Revan but the Kylo Ren cosplays were really nice so there was that. Um, they had a Imperial probe droid going around the auditorium, which I was trying to figure out how it was going around. Um, it was on a stand, so of course it's not. There's no no level levitation um, technology yet, but I just thought it was pretty cool how it was moving around. Um, me and my friend were th- debating if it was someone um, using a remote control to have it move around, or if it was using technology similar to like a Roomba, where it was detecting motion around it and moving accordingly. But in any case, it was pretty cool to see a live action version of that. Um, there was a guy with a remote controlled gonk droid so seeing that um having a full size uh, chewbacca with a c3po on his back was pretty cool um so think of chewbacca from empire strikes back for that reference but all in all the cosplays were really fun to watch and see um the funniest one was a guy who came as um jedi anakin skywalker and he was walking around with a sign about why he doesn't like sand and the whole thing with colors rough and irritating and he was handing out pamphlets explaining why sand is bad so i did take one i have to read it i know i'm going to give that guy a follow on the social media stuff but i thought that was fun and it gave me and my friend a good laugh there and then otherwise you know just going around the show checking out the vendors and the various uh star wars properties seeing some of the figurines like a set for um kenobi and grievous from episode three uh a prop or a set for um ahsoka and maul from clone wars was pretty cool so just the atmosphere of it was fun it was good to see all of that stuff so if it ever comes to your town or like in future years i actually want to go back and check it out some more i was kind of bummed with the reservation systems though just because it was kind of weird about how to get the advanced reservation so i don't know if it was like prior to the show or day of and it just seemed harder than for example it seemed like it was based on similar technology as like the virtual queuing system for um rise of the resistance and galaxy's edge but it just seemed more vague in general so i don't know what that was all about but it was nice to be able to check out a little bit of the Attack of the Clones um, panel about the music for Star Wars. Uh, unfortunately, it did end um, early because of a fire alarm, but it was nice to see get a little bit of the background music 
or background into the music that went into um, the music of Attack of the Clones and most notably Across the Stars. So all in all, I want to say it was a good experience. Um, otherwise, it was nice to see a it was my first time seeing a BB-8 droid being controlled um, at the show. It was nice to see that technology. There were a few R2 models going around. Um, notably, a there were a few R2-D2s and then I want to say one of the orange R2 units as well. Um, one of the most random cosplays was a guy dressed as Old Man Luke um, Skywalker um, from the sequels and then a guy dressed up as Mace Windu who was a really super tall guy along the lines of a height of like a Chewbacca. So that was a weird combination but I um, like the attention to detail there so definitely worth a show or a convention worth checking out if you're a Star Wars fan so I am bummed that I can't go to all the days but it was going fun to go there to see um, the first day, uh, hang out with friends and other Star Wars fans and all of that. So um, overall, a good time. Um, that's really the bulk of that review there. Um, and they did screen the Kenobi, first two episodes of Kenobi um, at the show. And then as it turns out, they decided to release um, the episodes on Thursday night instead of Friday. So I was kind of happy about that. And you'll see... Now, as far as relating it to Android and the OnePlus 9 Pro X-Pan mode, one of the things you'll see is the opening shot of the show outside with a poster in front of the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, and then the same thing with the um, Vader standing, a uh, gold Vader in front of the sign, is that I used a mode called X-Pan mode on the OnePlus 9 Pro. And one of the reasons why I like this mode is it lets you take a wide angle shot using the, your ultra high sensors so you get more of the shot in the in the picture and it's kind of a super wide shot um so you'll see in the opening shot of just the sign in front of the anaheim convention center for celebration is that wide shot so you get a really high quality picture and then when you go into the picture with the gold darth vader you can start cropping the picture down and you still have a very high resolution picture because it uses a 48 megapixel rear sensor and then the 50 megapixel ultra wide sensor to give you that high quality shot. So one of the selling points for me for a OnePlus device now is to get it for that feature. So if you're whether you're just doing a panoramic shot of nature or something outside or even something just in general that you're that you want to get a picture of and get as much or get a high quality picture with as much details as possible then you'll be able to um um get that really really good picture so definitely worth checking out and i do want to play around with the um that mode a lot more and more situations. So X-Pan mode is, like I said, it uses the 48 and 50 megapixel sensors and you get high quality pictures. It's better suited to nature um, out and about in the, um, when you're out and about in nature and actually have the wide angle shots, but you can also, um, um, use it inside or for like close-up shots and things like that if you have you know a set of like let's say you have a set of shot glasses from around across the country or the world setup you can set up the wide angle shot to do that as well so there's a number of uses um depending on when you what you want to use it for 
but um, def it was definitely useful in taking pictures at um, Star Wars Celebration to get a lot of um, information or a, a wider angle picture. And I think I did the same thing with the stage um, so I could get more of the stage in one shot. So with that being said, I'm going to jump into my initial review for the first two episodes of Kenobi. Alright, so like I mentioned at the top of the show, before we jump into the Kenobi review for the first two episodes, I am going to give one more spoiler alert warning as enough of the story arc does have spoilers, especially the focus of what has become the uh, focus of the second episode. The first episode kind of leans into it, but the second episode... You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, kind of starts the process and so that episode two can become a thing. So with that being said... Um, we now have the first two episodes of Kenobi under our belt, and we see an Obi-Wan Kenobi hiding out on Tatooine, monitoring Luke, um, kind of not trying to stay hidden from uh, Lars and everybody, but staying away from the um, hidden from the galaxy as large. Um, the rumors of him being alive are not accepted by anybody, notably um, the Grand Inquisitor. While the third sister does believe that he is alive, so how he how she knows that information we don't know, um, but she believes it a star, um, wholeheartedly. So, with that being said, um, 
This is where the review is going to get very spoilery, so we do see several scenes from the trailer in these episodes, so granted they, they don't want to give too much of it away, and by having most of the trailer from the first two episodes, um, it was very well hidden that how, how important a role Baby or young Leia was going to play in this show. So we do um, have a lot of panning shots of Alderaan, which were very beautifully done. Um, and continuing with my comparison of live-action shows to Knights of the Old Republic, the pan the panning shots or the overhead shots that we get of Alderaan are very reminiscent of the Star Wars The Old Republic trailer. Um, I forget what it was called, but it's the one where um, the Republic troopers sp spring an attack on the Sith, and then Setale Shan pushes Darth Malgus into the tree and all of that. He uses, basically uses force push to take him out. Um, but essentially, if you think of that trailer, this the, the scenes from Kenobi are essentially the, the live-action versions of that. Um, but I love the shots, and we essentially get a young Leia being stubborn, wanting to... Um, do her own thing, go out and travel into the woods, a very foresty theme. So when we, and it brings new meaning to um, some of her scenes in the sequel trilogy when she's living in the forest, uh, how she feels at home on um, Yavin base and all of that. So in general, um, I liked the portrayal of the actress of uh, young Leia. Um, and then I liked the relationship that she has with Bail Organa. Um, as far as being a troublemaker, um, and basically Bale is a kind father and then her mom is like the stern one, but even then the relationship between Leia and her stepmother um, is very, um, it's, it's a very good relationship. You can tell they have a strong history that even though Leia's mom doesn't want her to do stuff, she's going to kind of get away with it. Um, the easiest comparison for me to make would be w from Game of Thrones between Bran and his mom. That when Bran goes climbing and then um, his mom gives him the scolding about it. And there's a whole scene in the beginning when she tells him that the reason she knows that he's lying is and that he's never going to stop climbing is that he always looks down when he lies. So you kind of get that same relationship from Bran and his mom here in Kenobi between uh, Leia and her mom. So I liked all of that relationship, the building. So um, and because and then I ultimately I liked that Obi-Wan um, while he is hesitant to go and search for her and go out into the open. Um, he ultimately does so, and originally I thought, well, I was wondering why he was so hesitant to go out to the world, and we actually get that answered in the second episode. It's that he has essentially cut himself off from the Force, much like Luke Skywalker did in the sequels, and so he doesn't have the benefit of his Force powers, he doesn't know what's going on, um, and he's essentially trying to stay as hidden as possible, so... Um, he wouldn't be able, and when he says things like, I'm not the man you remember, or the man you, I used to be, that's one of those things that is very important. So, um, that was all a good uh, relationship and building, and of course you have the dramatic moment of um, Obi-Wan trying to save Leia when she falls off the wiring, and you know that she, he's going to ultimately save her. 
Um, but I think essentially that scene was meant to be for the audience to show that he no longer has his force powers and um, now he's getting them back in order to save Leia. So overall, a very still an impactful scene, but um, that's kind of the flip side to that. The only thing that was kind of weird is how the third sister knew that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. So um, we're not sure why Anakin told her or if maybe she has the drive to find Kenobi or maybe at some point she has the tenacity or will or the open-mindedness to do what needs to be done. Whereas the Grand Inquisitor either is unable to do so, doesn't have that... Um, ability or is operating off of false presumptions or maybe he's try he's doing something that's um, against what Vader wants as part of the Inquisitor program so um, in general that was kind of weird so I'm kind of curious to see how they figure all that out um, the most impactful scene of course was at the end of the second season when we get the uh, shot uh, the close-up shot of Anakin in the back to tank so I'm partially thinking that he is on Mustafar, but I like that we do get that close-up scene. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen and if he did actually have that Force connection with um, um, Obi-Wan like Vader did with Luke. And if now that Vader knows that Obi-Wan's alive, that um, how he's going to handle it or um, why at some point, why... Um, like they were surprised to see each other on the Death Star or why why Vader was operating under the assumption that Vader must have been killed by now or something or I don't know was, we'll see exactly how the show answers all of that um, and then of course one of the light heart or the two of the um, side easter eggs that you get is of course C-3PO on Aldron. so I was kind of hoping that we have a scene, more of a scene with him instead of I guess the other protocol droid Y.O. but the scene was still important to show how people on Aldrin are respectful to their droids and uh, treat them as higher thinking um, members of their household. I think that was explained well in the um, Star Wars novelization probably for the original trilogy if memory serves but I haven't read the novel in some time it could have been in the prequels for Padme on Naboo potentially um, and I'm leaning towards that as well just because I think there was a thing about having C-3PO welcomed into her personal staff as a gift from Anakin maybe but um, that was a nice scene and then of course we have the scene um, where Obi-Wan gives the um, the homeless stormtrooper some I, I forget now after, after rewatch the episode I've only seen it once but where he gives that stormtrooper I guess some money or food or something like that and you can see the memories flooding across Obi-Wan's mind as far as what the clones helped the Jedi do and what happened and all of that so um, all in all good scenes there's a good they didn't lean too heavy into the fan service, but they did present a good current state of affairs of what the Empire is doing by the Inquisitor program. And that is essentially it's a straightforward premise. Even if the show wasn't called Kenobi, you know that the Inquisitors are looking for Jedi. We have the third sister wanting to look for Kenobi specifically. We don't know why, but somehow she knows that Darth Vader is Anakin. So um, her 
so what information she has on Anakin is up for debate or um, essentially how we, we don't know why she knows that or what the what's going on between them or maybe she has the potential and abilities to take care of Kenobi whereas the Grand Inquisitor doesn't so we'll see how the remaining four episodes play out but overall a good start to the series and I'm curious to see if we have more interactions with uh, Luke or um, what happens there. Um, I did like that they had a, a very important easter egg in that the starship that Luke is playing with in A New Hope was actually a gift from Obi-Wan uh, where we don't know if um, he if Luke knew about it or not but I liked that interaction between or if ultimately Obi-Wan gives this back gives it directly to Luke so Owen doesn't know about it but I liked that they introduced that as far as a gift from Obi-Wan to Luke to keep dreaming keep his um, eyes in the like eyes in the um, up instead of down or something along those lines over what Owen wants him to do so all in all very a very good start and I'm actually going to rewatch the episodes um, to see if there's anything else I missed but overall the music's good visuals are good story is um, interesting and I can't wait to see more so that's all there is for this particular review so if you have any questions comments feedback or anything like that you can comment on this post on Twitter at PatelN01. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash PatelN01. Where you usually get upcoming um, access to bonus and upcoming content, so it helps us support the show and all of that good stuff. Um, and of course, the website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, and all the various other ways to support the show besides Patreon as well. Um, and as of right now, I currently expect to do a weekly recap review of Kenobi as the episodes are released to see how they fit into the prior episodes. Um, granted, assuming that there's enough information, but um, because the, the show is set to release each week on Wednesday going forward... That'll give enough time for a couple of, or at least one watch it for everybody, but I'll still give the spoiler alert if you haven't had a chance to watch it. So that's all there is for this particular episode. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time.